Dating can be really fun and exciting and butterfly-y and to some extent, just like with most things, it's what you make of it. But it can also kind of suck. Had to come in? Yeah. But maybe we'll get together? Had to and maybe? Yeah. No. No. No, I hate to tell you this. You're not going to see this woman. You have trouble in the dating world? Do you just wish you could find your perfect someone without all the complications of dating? Well, good luck with that. What are you looking for in the perfect female? She's got to be perfect. Come on, perfect personality, pretty, fat ass too, respectfully. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another riveting episode of your favorite life podcast. Dive into the shallows with us every single weekend. Now, the man with the master plan. Alex T-shirt. Good morning, good evening, and possibly even good afternoon. Wherever you're listening, however you're listening, And whenever you are listening to this, I thank you and I welcome you one and all to the Shallow Oceans Podcast. Oh, fans, it doesn't matter how many moons pass us as the days move forward. I always can count on you to be here waiting for me with bated breath and with a warm applause and love in your hearts. Always excited to talk the night away. I am so ecstatic to be here. It feels so good to be connected to you on a virtual level through audio frequencies. And I thank you all for being a part of this journey with me. And I hope you're all doing well. I hope life has been treating you ecstatically brilliant in every way possible. I hope it's been challenging you and I hope you have done something new for the first time that you haven't done in a long time. So it's one of those things where I say, when was the last time you did something for the first time? So I hope you're doing well again and there's a lot to get into tonight so I won't BS too much but I'll get into the crux of why we're here tonight. But before that, a monumental event is taking place on the other side of the world from where I am today. Over across in Europe, in Ukraine, they are currently being attacked by the country of Russia. As to the specifics of why, as to for what reason, as to what gain and to accomplish, there are so many questions and answers that not many people will be able to and will probably never truly know the precipice of what it really means and what's the purpose of all of this. But the one thing I do know is that innocent people are always going to suffer whenever war is a thing. I spent some time looking through the timeline of World War I and the timeline of World War II And it's sad to see how many situations and how many countries and people had to wastefully throw away lives of innocent people just to do, I can't even tell you, I truly cannot even fathom the ability of what it truly means besides the elites making money and these people who have ulterior motives of dividing and conquering and egotistical agendas and so much of this corruptness that is corroding within all of humanity. The true shadows of our interior cores are starting to shine and 
it sucks. It sucks to know that there's so many people there that are hurting, that are tragically being distraught, torn away from their families, their lives, and will continue to go through hardships until this ends. And sadly, I wish I could tell you that this would end soon. I, I wish I could tell you that this is just a fluke, that this is just a misunderstanding, that this is just something that was never meant to happen. But unfortunately, it looks like there's an objective these people wish to accomplish. And a lot of people are going to suffer because of it. So I just hope that you know that no matter where you stand on political wise, on anything, the one thing we have to be able to all agree on, unless it's really that far gone for us as human beings, is being able to have humanity in our hearts and being able to feel for people that we truly should feel for. Because it doesn't matter about your ethnicity. It doesn't matter about where you're from. It doesn't matter about your background. It doesn't matter about your wealth, your status, your position in life, whatever career you're in. Being human beings at the end of the day is everything. And I think that these last two years alone, before this situation even arised, we really saw how much of our humanity was taken from us and how fear can drive so many of us to do things that we would have never done otherwise and to allow so many people to do things that should have never been done before. Hearing people wish death and illness on others because they don't agree on them. Hearing people hope that other people are suffering or that they don't deserve the same kind of treatment or the same kind of lifestyle as you do because they chose something that they thought was better for them is a big sign of how far humanity has fallen. And it does hurt my heart again to see the continuation of what's happening. And I hope this is a telltale sign for all of this that we have to unite. We truly do as people have to come together and put away all of these things that have been created to create division within all of our lives. And I think that a lot of us are starting to realize that as I have been been over the past few years, I'm sure you are as well, that skin color, religion, class, nationality, language, social customs, political identity, profession, sexual identity, they're all just a plot in making us attack one another. So I wanted to give all my warm thoughts and my prayers to not only these people that are over there, but I wanted to do something and speak action on it because we can all pray as much as we want, but how much of us are really taking action? How much of us are really trying to make a difference and trying to speak on things that deserve to be talked about? And so that's what I wanted to do today. And so I hope all of you will do a prayer, even if you're not somebody that is religious or believes in these things. I hope you pray for humanity. I hope you pray for these people who have died unwillingly, that have been attacked with without any of their say and have been put through so much torture and it is just the beginning for a lot that I believe is supposed to be coming. So I hope you guys will do that for me and know that now is our time to shine. So my thoughts and prayers for everybody in this hard time. Another thing that I wanted to say is that since this is a freedom of expression show and that this is the adventure into the ocean and the ocean is so vast, it covers the entire world, I decide to stay in the shallows in a lot of these topics and events because I don't want to ever sway your mind and change what you think. I merely want to give you a different opposition and have you think openly more and challenge your own beliefs. I believe that that's the freedom of what it means to be alive and to be an individual and to have your own individual beliefs. I believe that arguments never happen have to be made. I believe that debates can absolutely be a healthy progress of growing one's opinions and to challenge yourself again, but to have arguments and to always be 
combative is just such a negative entity. So try to do your best to avoid that. Don't let your emotional rage and all this negativity in your life take you over and try to define you as what you are as a person and to make you think differently of yourself. Because I believe this is a very monumental thing as to why the world is the way it is and why history constantly repeats itself and why we have to do it by changing ourselves. So be aware that a lot of these things need to be changed. And that's why, again, I don't go too deep on these topics. I riff from my heart. I tell you from my experiences, uh, things I view, and the thought that I have to myself. And I hope that that helps you along this way. So that is a brief description of the show. Again, if it's your first time, uh, you kind of went balls deep with me there. So welcome in. And I'm very excited to have you here today. And I will be announcing a new show that I'm working on as well. So not only am I doing this show, do I do the Weeb Nation show, which is an anime one, I'll be doing another one, which is called Three Peeps on a Pod. And it's me and two of my good friends, Mikey and Chipper for Life, aka Matt. And we decided to bring these Xbox party chats we always do to the limelight. So we're recording this weekend. As soon as it is up and released, I will give you more info and everything about it. But just know it's real dudes having real conversations, no PC, no bullshit. And it's almost like an extension of what I do here, but diving deeper on certain topics with other people to get their insight, because I believe for me to go too deep by myself would just be too much of a vast deception. So I want to have fun with it with other people. So look out for it. It's called Three Peeps on a Pod. And so finally, I get to rift on something that I myself have removed myself from because uh, it does not exist. It no longer exists. It is dead and gone. As JT once said, oh, dead and gone. It is now dead and gone. I wanted to talk today about dating and how I believe dating is dead. I do not believe that dating truly exists. It has de-evolved into a different type of entity that I truly believe is the reason why we as individuals now have become so lost, so disconnected and separated from human emotions and attraction and what we validate as a connection with somebody. We also have thrown out the hard parts that are supposed to be the most defined parts of a relationship and the building block factors that can create us to be a strong entity and to transcend what it means to be individuals and build together no longer is there. Because now when things get tough, oh, well, it's quite simple. I can go on social media and I have a throve of men already on my becking call. Or if you're a guy, I can start sliding into all these girls DMs or just use any of these dating apps and can quickly replace the problem with a new excitement. So a lot of people get caught into the serotonin uh, chase and are just caught up in the uh, honeymoon phase where it's just constantly having fun and moving around and never truly finding somebody to spend a life with or to build something with. And it, it hurts my heart because I think that a lot of people say with the progression of technology and human uh, evolution, quote unquote, that we progress as a society. But I could argue one as myself that we have become so attached to now these uh, technolog- uh, technological advancements or social media platforms, our telephones, our computers, internet as a whole, we are losing what it means to be a person, to freely think, and to go through hard times. It's probably why everything is going on right now in the world, with why we suffered so long with the pandemic, and why we're going to go through some really hard times around the world now with wars and stuff, because there's a four-block square that I saw and I loved, and I'll start with this real quick. Uh, Hard times breed strong people. Strong people breed good times, and then good times breed weak people, and weak people thus continue the cycle and create hard times. And so right now within uh, the world and ourselves, and even with relationships, we're in that weak mindset. We are in the weak individual part where we are creating hard times for ourselves. So let me start with going by a little bit of myself and how I removed myself and how dating was different from when I was growing up to now, and then I'll progressively go forward, which you all know and love. 
So when I was growing up and I was younger, I got to see that my parents, uh, they were both from different parts of the world. My mom is from Macedonia, part of the Slavic countries of old Yugoslavia, but it's split up into like Bosnia, Herzegovina, Croatia, Belgium, all those places over there. My dad is from Germany. And so both of them came here when they were younger. My mom was in her 21 or 22. And then my uh, dad was about nine to 10 when he came over here, both immigrants. And they met each other here when they were at a nightclub one time. And so when they met each other, the fascinating thing about them is that my dad had to go up to her, had to introduce himself, had to make conversation and receive a phone number. It wasn't like it is now where you can just slide into some random person's DM that did not exist. You had to go and talk to these people to meet them. And so when he went up to her, exchanged phone numbers and all that stuff, my mom was the type where she was already put off by him because my dad's more of a nerdier guy. He is probably where I get all of the nerdier aspects to me, why I love anime. I'm such a video gamer. Uh, such a introvert at heart, but an extrovert by nature. And so when I see my dad and see what he had to go through to win my mom's heart, it's fascinating. So my dad got the number and my mom already had a set view of him. She wasn't into him, didn't care for him, wasn't her type. She was just like, whatever, I'll just exchange it, whatever. You know, he, he had the nerve to do it and the guts to do it. I'll give it to him. Why not? So my dad was very proactive. He was very ambitious and he worked hard to gain a relationship with my mom of just a friendship. He would always call. He would always try to find time to meet up. He would always try to show her around because he knew my mom was not from this country and they became good friends and he treated her like a really good person. He would always go out of his way to have some fun with her, to bring her flowers here and there. He would do everything he could to make an impression and to show her that not only will he be somebody that can be of entertainment factor, somebody that's a good heart or a good person, he wanted to show her that she deserves good. And my mom, again, she was a good-looking lady. She uh, had her own views of the good-looking guy. She, you know, a lot of us can get caught up in that whole uh, premonition of what beauty is. And we think it's outer beauty, but it's really skin deep. Um, and so she was kind of off point. But all of her friends around her were like, he's so sweet. He's so cool. He's so, he's so nice. Oh, my God, I would kill for a guy like that. So, you know, slowly but surely, my dad made his way in and they became a, a couple. And so what's really cool about that is the fact that there was nothing besides phone calls back then. So you had to call someone's house and ask if they're available. You had to see if they were around. You had to show up at their house if you didn't hear anything. It wasn't like now where you can shoot texts. And I don't even really think people knock on each other's doors anymore. I think it's all cell phone related. Nobody just really walks up and says like, what up? Unless they're olders or boomers. I don't think young people really do it, to be honest. Um, I grew up like that too. So what's so cool about it though, is you see how the things they had to go through, the nightlifes, the connections, building the friendships. And that's a very important part too. And then they slowly became a couple. And that's when they started dating, got really close. They really fell in love and they got married and had me as the firstborn child. And then my sister later down the road. What's really cool about that again, is that there was no cheat sheets. There was no easy access way to do it. And thus, you had to do the hardest thing, which is approaching people, in my opinion, as a guy. For most guys, at least. There's some uh, very braggadocious guys or very uh, stuck-up guys, or there's guys that are very confident in a sense, too, where they, you know, they, they have no doubt in their swag game. But majority of guys, I would say, especially now with how social media has taken over with our communication, majority of guys are very... Uh, not cautious, but they are in a sense very deterred. They're very 
they get nervous when they have to approach somebody for the first time and make conversations. So that is a big obstacle that you have to knock out instantly. You have to get that out of the way to even make a connection with somebody. And so doing that already breaks the ice. And then you're able to start talking to these people and start to form some kind of a connection, get to know one another and get to exchange numbers and stuff too. And so the premise of why this is so cool is because it's focused on the personal connection level. It's based on being face to face or having long conversations on a phone. That's very rare again with most people these days because you have to realize with social media, these dating apps and all these other things, you have an easy access and an easy port to connect to somebody. So you don't have to sit around and you don't have to wait. You don't have to set a date or find each other and have a date or any of that stuff. You literally just text 24-7 at any waking moment and have them on their becking call. And I think it's made us as individuals extremely selfish and very much at a sense desensitized to what true pleasure we have like dome this up for sex so before there was phones cars or any of that stuff people would have to write letters and that could take weeks to deliver depending on how far you are people didn't see each other maybe that often if they didn't live together if they were traveling for work or trying to fall in love with that stuff bro you were lucky probably if you saw each other once a week if that so I'm trying to explain to you, like, we have so much ability now to conversate with somebody we're interested in or a loved one. We can overuse it. We can abuse it. And as a sense, we deter ourselves from what it means to be connected with the moment, the now. That's why I believe, again, this goes into so many different things, but I'll keep it focused. I believe it evolves into having why uh, there's so many broken households, why I believe that there's so many people who aren't comfortable with themselves and become depressed. I believe that this is so many reasons why cheating is and infidelity is so high because it's so easy, it's accessible, and it's a quick way to get out of a hard situation. So we are so over saturated with so many things we can use now from these platforms, these dating apps, Hinge, Bumble, Tinder, uh, if you're into that kind of stuff, Grindr. <laughs> like there's, there's so many things for whatever you're into in this life. It's too much. And it's turning the dating game into a shopping cart. I'll express more about that as I continue. It's really much so like deterring people from the fact that you have to find something that is of value within somebody else rather than just shopping for them, searching. You're literally just on these dating apps, which I'm still not a fan of them too. I've tried them, but they're just so like, blah, even these people I meet with, the conversations are so dull. It's so weird because you're literally just getting a quick best of. It's like their highlight reel. And then they're just doing funny quotes or this and that. You're shopping. You're literally looking at the best of them, reading their ingredient label and like, mm, I guess I could eat that. No, I don't want that today. You're literally searching for stuff outside of what you should be, which is like a connection, finding somebody for who they are, trying to get to know them, you know? And I think it deters us because it alters our mindset of what perception is of value. And we really change it. And we start to go more into this like very demented side of it where it's it's more so, oh, we're just so attached to looks. We're so attached to just the skin factors of what we can do just to get by. And I kid you not, too, all of these people that I see on there, it's so one-sided. And then there's like a little bit of a shift to these ones that are trying to find like a relationship now and settle down. But they're too full send on it. They're too hardcore and like, I'm looking for love. I'm looking for uh, right now. I want to get married. I want children. My time is ticking for my eggs. You know, <laughs> like it's, it's pretty wild. I'm pretty sure they'd put that. It's just they're phrasing it different ways. But it's really that wild. And so I don't think we realize truly how much this can deter 
deter us from really finding somebody who's good for us, good for our soul, good for our nature, good for our being and helping us grow as people and challenging us. Because I believe when you look for somebody and for something in somebody else, it shouldn't be to just find something to settle. It shouldn't just be something that's easy. It shouldn't just be something that is available. It should be something that is earned, that's worked for, that has to build up. Like personally for myself, I don't think I'll ever date anybody again in my life. And here's a fun one. I haven't dated anybody in seven years now. I've been celibate for about five years now. There's a reason why I have not done that with somebody in a long time. And I'll tell you why. I believe that truly you should build something with somebody before you start to date them. Because I believe truly in my heart, when you date somebody, it's because you see the possible future of a life together. You see this person as potential to be that wifey material. It's not because she got the yams. She got the big old booty. She ain't somebody that is dropped at gorgeous, is well off in her career, is down to earth. She is somebody that you have found a connection with because just the mere talking to them excites you. The ability of what their drive is and what their focus on is elaborating. It's it's almost intoxicating because you found somebody who is doing something for themselves already but is looking to help somebody else along the way. So it's in a sense you want to become friends with these people first. That's why I truly am envious of these people who truly mean it when they say they're in love with their best friend because think about that. You found someone that you can connect to on such a deep level that you guys have become such good friends. You can spend every waking moment together if needed and you guys don't have to always plan to do something. There doesn't have to be some kind of endorphin rush, exciting serotonin release of doing some kind of activity. You guys are just totally cool sitting down and just say watching anime together or just reading a book or you're working on something and she's doing something else. Or maybe you guys don't even see each other for a week and you don't talk that much in between. But as soon as you guys see each other, it's like a day just went by. I think that's something important in this life and in finding in another person. I believe that we start to overlook the importance of what it means to have a connection. And I think a connection is something that is indescribable in the sense that it's something that you will just know. It's when you see somebody, you just know. When you start talking to somebody and you build a relationship with and a friendship, you just know. You can see and you can listen and you can feel what these people are. You're not just looking at the skin anymore. You're really feeling for what they are inside. Like, uh, I know there's a term sapiosexual, which is like you're uh, attracted to somebody's mind, the way they think and what they do. I think that's a very important part because for myself, I think I'm probably in the best shape of my life at this moment because of how uh, particular I am with my dieting, how on point I am with it, and especially my exercise level as well, I've gone to my state of being as something that I would believe is sensational. And I don't want that to be something that somebody uses as a benefit. You feel me like in the wrong way. So for example, if I see somebody that's in shape, I believe that they now have dedication, commitment. They have the ability of wanting to better themselves and their body. And they're trying to grow themselves, not only in a healthy level, but a confidence level. They have the ability to make commitment to this gym lifestyle because I don't know if you know this if you've never worked out it's not easy i've worked out now since i was 22 years old 23 years old so over seven years i've been working out sometimes on and off when i was back in school or the world shut down or i didn't have any money uh, in between jobs before i came to this national network a lot of these things are tough because it's not easy to wake up and want to go to the gym, especially when you're tired or you didn't sleep enough, you didn't wake up on the right side of the bed, your stomach didn't digest the food, right? You just don't have the energy. It doesn't seem, it's tough. It is truly tough to get your ass up and to go work out because it's not easy. It's The best things in life don't come easy, okay? That's exactly why this fits so well together because it's just like a relationship. The best relationship you could ever have in your life, whether it be friendship, family relationships, significant other, romantic, it's not 
not going to be easy. I promise you, it's not going to be easy. It's just like those gym days, that gym routine. There's going to be more days that you don't want to go than when you go because your mindset is deterring you. You are trying so hard to move away from something that is hurting you. I'm going to be real with you. If you work out really well and you really get it down, it's going to hurt. It's going to be tough to walk. I went over the top today because I'm learning these new routines and doing these new aspects of uh, workouts and getting some insight from these different women that are at the gym that I go to, uh, bartering information from the health staff and getting information from them and testing these things out because I'm working out with my friend Amanda soon. And when I work out with her, she's very new to that whole lifestyle. She's never really had somebody show her the ways, get her into it the right mindset to have her show how to use her muscle isolations correctly, how to really focus on the muscle groups you need to use rather than doing things that are extraneous, taking care of yourself, eating pro. There's so much to it. It is probably the best correlation and I guess you could say analogy for being in a relationship because there's so much to it. You have to follow the guidelines. You have to follow a set mindset and take your time with it. And so that's why it hurts my heart when I see this dating world now because it truly has turned into a fuck mentality. Excuse my language, but I truly believe it's a fuck mentality. People are getting together, linking up on these social platforms or a friend through a friend or maybe the bar scene still. I don't know if that's kind of like still a thing after all COVID, but I believe mostly internet dating and relationships, uh, Instagram, whatever it may be, it's turning into a fuck mentality. And the reason why I say that is because most of the women that I started talking to after me and my ex broke up, we all fucked. That's all it was. We all just hooked up pretty instantly. There was nothing else besides it. It was just really just a hookup mentality. And it wasn't even me going into it with that notion of want. It just happened all the time. And one girl that I kind of had sex with a few times, her and I started to get kind of close and started to talk a little bit, but I was like, yeah, like, now nah, this ain't it. Because the more we started to talk and get to know each other, it wasn't right. So why is that? Why is it that that is one of our first things to do? And I know a lot of people I talk to, they're very much on a talking point that this is a very important role for them. This is like on the bulletin board of things they have to check off. Sex is very important to them. And if they're not capable of being connecting through somebody on a sexual level, it'll deter them from being with them entirely. It'll probably be the reason why they do break up. And that kind of sucks to me because I feel that it's just not being shown properly or somebody just doesn't know how to do it right or they just don't know what you're into. You want to know why? You want to know why relationships are a fuck mentality? You want to know why my parents had it better than we do? You want to know why I referred it to a gym relationship? Do you want to know why I'm still single? Do you want to know why I've been celibate? Communication. Communication is the biggest factor to all of this because it's being depleted. It's being erased. That's why when I started this talking about everything going on in the world right now, communication is non-existent. People do not know how to, one, express themselves, two, understand how to listen to others and reciprocate the thoughts and feelings and respond appropriately, but three, do not know how to ask these questions because they themselves have never been asked it and also don't know what is right to do. So for example, if I've never showed you how to grow your own food, are you telling me that you'll just be in the middle of the woods and just randomly the idea is just going to pop in your head and you're going to start growing your own food? Extremely rare. Never say never, but I think it's highly unlikely. It's the same process with all of this. If nobody shows you how to communicate properly to express yourself and to be comfortable with verbalizing what's going on with you, no malice intent, no bad or no juju, nothing with like harmful intent, but just truly trying to understand and to express how you feel so they can understand to harmonize together and to build better that is a important part of it. Communication is non-existent now. It's very much irrelevant because as a social standard of what we use as communicating now of our entertainment factor, the things we're incorporated with, 
a lot of things have turned very extreme. So political wise, uh, just use this whole COVID shit for right now. Or if you want to use people's um, backgrounds of their careers or positions, whatever they're looking for in life, they're very extreme. And so it makes people seem very jaded or it makes people seem very shallow or also at the same time, it makes it very hard for you to find somebody because you are now cutting off a lot of the people who could be a a very qualified candidate. And so in doing so now, there's no communication for you guys to truly have conversations. I mean, again, back to these dating apps, that's why I don't like using them is because you have to be witty. You have to use one liners. You have to keep it short and simple. I like to articulate myself. That's why I do podcasting. That's why I do the social media stuff now for fun as well and use TikTok and all this stuff because I'm very much passionate about expressing the way I feel because I think it's my gift to this earth. I mean, I won't even say I think, I know. This is my one soul's window through my eyes and my voice to connect to you and to give you a part of me to do as you will. And I think that that's a very important thing because we all have the ability to do it. It's just a lot of us have kept it locked away because we're not comfortable with it. Uh, Past trauma, bad relationships, bad friendships, whatever it may be, sexual harm, whatever it is. We have all these kind of things that are lingering behind us. You have to find a way to remove those. You have to find a way to disconnect from all of this crap that this world has built up and don't give in to this fuck mentality. There's a reason why they say patience is a virtue. There's a reason why they say good comes to those that wait. There's a reason why patience is such a good thing to have. I'm really serious when I say this. The longer you wait, the more it builds up. There's a reason why if a girl's sitting in front of me and she's in lingerie rather than butt naked, The lingerie is extremely sexual compared to butt naked because everything's revealed. There's nothing left to be be seen. There's nothing left to be suspenseful, to be left to mystery. There's nothing left. Whereas being butt naked, you're just fully exposed. This is who I am. Take me or leave me. But with lingerie, it gives you more of that flirtation behind it. It gives you more of that sexualization. It gives you more of that like, ooh, okay. What else are we working with there? No, 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 no. Don't take that bra off yet, girl. I'm kind of, I'm digging this right now. I'm vibing with you right now. Okay, okay. I see you with the lace. I think it's a different entity entirely. And that is what this builds up into. If you don't fuck right away, you wait, you build up time, you go on dates with this person. Before that, I think you truly should build a friendship with them. So just go hang out, go do things together, go hiking, go work out together, go to the beach, go for, uh, I don't know, whatever you want to do. Go watch anime together, go to events, go to different locations, go try food, hang out and just talk. That's the shit that this premise will build you to because that's the groundwork for healthy dating, building connections, okay? You're not supposed to just jump into the mix and be like, oh, my Lord, I'm 35. I need to get hitched. It don't work that way. Shout out to my old country mom. She'll, she'll believes it. I mean, they pretty much were doing like arranged marriages back then and bless their heart. But I think there's a lot more we can grow from this and understand because if you find somebody and I know this is another thing too, like the friend zone, people are like, oh, my boy, you hit the friend zone. That's a no, no. It's, it's over for you, champ. Nah, you just, it's Kim possible. You're unstoppable, bro. You just got stopped. You ain't going to be sliding into them DMs, bro. It's over. Nah, 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 man. That kitty's going to get another box litter. It ain't going to be yours, my guy. You're just going to sit there and watch her just get rampaged. <laughs> Hey, listen, I'll tell you this. If this girl friend zones you or a guy friend zones you for whoever's listening right now, if they friend zone you and it is just to make you put on the side as somebody like, yeah, I'll never see myself sexually with or relationship wise or building a connection like that or ever getting physical or even just like romantic. Okay, they ain't the one. 
I promise you, they ain't the one. They should never X you out right away. They should see you as somebody that they want to build a friendship with because they really want to get to know you, at least for myself. If I become friends with somebody, it's because I really want to get to know them. I'm fascinated as to who they are. What do they think? What do they do? What are they trying to become? What is their mind like? What do they think about life, death? What is their views on religion, politics? Do they ever think outside the box? Is there ever anything that just they have existential thinking about ever had an existential crisis? Whatever it may be, I'm very fascinated to the individual and then to see how they handle themselves in situations. So we go hang out. I see how they treat other people. I see how they treat their family. I see how they treat themselves. That's how me and my ex got together at the time. We were young. We met through mutual friends. We exchanged numbers. We talked. We conversated. We had connections. We were having fun, hanging out. I would hang out with her at school. I went to meet her family, got to hang out there. And that's when she finally was like, you know what? I want to be with this guy. Everything is lining up. Everything just feels right. And we didn't have sex for a long time. I mean, back then I was a very self-conscious guy, but shout out to my younger self. You, you take time on this stuff and it grows. And that's when we finally had sex the first time. And it was magical. It's 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 how it should be. I mean, again, you're, you're very entitled to think the way you want, to live life the way you will. I'm just basically showing you another path that could lead to better success in your dating life, your friendship life, and also building a connection that could last a lifetime. Because I think when people are so encompassed to this world we live in again, and I'll touch on this now with the social media and everything that's being overexposed and being so just like blatantly beat into your face with, we start to get so lost in this fake mentality of these highlight reels of everybody living their quote unquote best life. You don't see much bad on social media. And if you do, it's because some people are probably really at a bad point in their life and they're just screaming for help or just attention, whatever it may be, check on your people. I think that we're getting so lost in this sauce now, and you never want to get lost in the sauce. We're getting so lost in this highlight reel that we believe a relationship is always supposed to be good. We believe that relationships are always supposed to be happy. They're always supposed to be successful. They're always supposed to be positive. When that's not entirely true at all, you're going to have a lot of hardships in your life because life is hardships. There's a reason why we die in this life. It's because we're supposed to know that it ends. They're supposed to show you that you can't just do this forever. You have a time limit. And that's why it's so tough is because a lot of people we know pass before their time is supposed to be up because of how bad life can be, of hardships, of war, of disease, of illness, all of these things. And that's a reality we have to understand and be comfortable with. We're not stuck in this little bubble that we've been put into of thinking like ignorance is bliss, that we're just going to live forever. We're invincible. Nah, it's 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 really important to take care of yourself. It's really important to cherish and love every moment you have with any person you're around because you never know when it will be your last. Truly, this show could be the last one I ever do. And if it is, just know that I love you and I hope it stays up for as long as it possibly can until my card gets denied and then <laughs> I don't know if it's up anymore. Who knows? I don't know how that stuff works. I think it's very cool that you need to know I think it's very important that you know this. And I think it's very important to know that you need to cherish these things more. And so when you're so caught up in this positive lifestyle, which is good, but you can't get caught up in this highlight reel because not everybody's life is perfect. Not everybody's relationship is perfect. Nobody's is. Zero. There is zero perfect relationships in life. That is why I say somebody's imperfections are their perfections because it makes them uniquely beautiful. It's the same with your relationship. Don't judge your relationship on other people. Don't ask other people for advice on your relationship. Don't look for other people to give you guidance with a person you like or this and that. 
talk to that person. Let them know where you're coming from. If it scares them away, again, they ain't the one. This is again why I'm single. I don't play these bullshit games. I don't wait to text you. If you respond and I have a moment and I'm reading it, I'm going to respond. If I send you a message and you respond quickly and I'm still holding my phone, I'm going to respond. If I'm at the gym, I ain't got my phone with me. If I'm driving, I ain't got my time to respond to you. If I'm working radio shows or doing podcasting or working on stuff and my phone's not with me or my focus ain't there, I ain't going to talk to you. But it doesn't mean that I'm trying to play these stupid games. People really do this shit. Like, focus on this real quick. This is why I say dating is dead. People really play these bullshit games, bruh. Like, they literally will say, no, you can't text for two days. No, keep it short. Keep it sweet. My boy, Mikey, I know I'll touch on this with him on Three Peeps on a Pod. He's one of the co-hosts. He's told me, like, it's really a game. It's literally a game. He broke it down for me, and it makes total sense, and it hurts my heart that it makes sense. He literally told me, when you text people, so this is from a male-to-female perspective, he was like, when you talk to these ladies, you give them nothing. You're very short, very sweet, don't respond all the time, keep them waiting, let them do whatever, because then they start to yearn for more. They're starting to wonder what else is there. Why is he so short? It makes you almost mysterious. It makes you interesting because you're not over the top. You're not a quote unquote simp. You're not somebody that's just giving them everything right off the get go. And I agree with this part when he says it, they need to deserve your all. They need to get to a level where they should deserve your all. I see that. And I agree with that. I do. I truly do. I just have a hard time of not being myself with everybody I meet and showing my interest in people that I'm interested in. I still need to work on that. I'm nowhere near perfect. Trust me. But it just hurts to know that there's this bullshit game where you got to be short. You got to be subtle. You can't be giving them too much. But then when you hang out in person, that's where you shine. That's where you show who you are and you be that guy that you know you can be because that will get them intoxicated. It just sucks. It really does suck because if I'm going to take my time to respond to you, I'm going to take time. I'm going to spend a couple times writing these lines out, responding to what you say and being myself. But it's, God, it sucks. It's truly a shit game. It truly is. I feel that if you find somebody who's really trying to give you a lot, try to match that energy. And if it's too much, it's not like, hey, I just want to give you the heads up. I ain't got the time like this. I ain't got the energy to match this. I'm very short with my texting. Let's just have a phone call later. Or when we meet up, we can definitely chop it up more. Just don't be upset if I don't respond right away. This is the communication, people. Communication. You should value yourself enough at this point of your life. If you're listening to this show, I already know you're a good person. If you value yourself enough to be somebody that wants to live a good life and to be a good person, you should put it out there and attract it and reciprocate it. That means you should not just compromise for anybody that comes your way. You should not just write yourself off and just automatically go to the first person that comes your way. It's not how it should be. You should take pride in yourself. You should make sure you take your time with yourself. You should make sure... You find somebody that's going to match your energy, which is very tough to do. I'm living it. I know it. It's going to be very tough. So that's, again, why I give shout-outs to Mikey. You have to find a way to only give them enough that they are matching and interested to show you their interest level to give it to them. It sucks. It really does. And, again, that's why I'm still single. But I think as people, we can slowly change it to go back to how it should be. And maybe you're asking, how is that possible? How can we revert the ways of how it's changed? And how can we go back to this level of authenticity in a sense? How can we make a connection authentic? You have to really try to be yourself. 
in every aspect of this. Don't play these games. Don't give into these games. Just be yourself. And I promise you eventually somebody will match your energy. So just be calm, be cool, collected, and just have fun. If you're witty, if you're a comedy kind of person, if you like to be sarcastic, cast jokes, be that person. But don't be upset if somebody isn't what you expected. That's another big thing too. You can't be setting false expectations of what you're expecting in somebody else. You can't just be judging them off of their skin. Because I promise you, fellas, a lot of these women be shape-shifting, okay? If we started talking about them be shape-shifting, I know I saw this on TikTok and cracked me up where she was like, if the men find out we can shape-shift, they will report us to the church. <laughs> I mean, a lot of these women will be shape-shifting, bruh, bruh, so make sure you ain't finding yourself a girl that cake it on, okay? Find yourself a girl that you know is a natural beauty. Find one that feels comfortable enough to show you herself naturally as well eventually, because that's a very important thing. It shows comfortability. It shows she is comfortable with you and wants to see how you react to it. Find you somebody as well that is going to, again, this is a very important one, match your energy. Match the way you put into it as well. But don't be over the top. Don't blow them up. If you text them once and they do not respond, just chill. Leave it. It's very simple. You don't need to keep chasing them. If it's been over a week, over two weeks, they never respond, they're probably not interested. They're probably moving on. Let it be. The only way I will say that you should follow up with a text or another response is if you know, and only you will know this, I will not know this, if only you know that you have built a good enough relationship with this person, you guys didn't just meet, you guys didn't just start talking, you guys didn't just become friends, you've known each other for quite some time now and feel comfortable with them, then you can follow it up and say something else or respond to something else, or I'm pretty sure by this point you guys would have talked on a different social platform or something if you guys are that close. I'm just saying from personal experience, that is how it is. So just be careful with what you do, because again, you want to match the energy, correct? So matching the energy goes to every aspect of building relationship with somebody. It's not just them coming in. You're like, hey, oh, they're like, hey, oh, I mean, that's cool. But it's more so like you put in and wait for them to put in as much too. You ain't going to have a shared bank account if you're the only one putting 100 bucks and they put two bucks, okay? And then they're going to be like, it's my money. Now we have 102. <laughs> you know, like you got you to play it right. Take your time. Don't be throwing 100 bucks in all the time. Throw 20 in. See if they match 20. Then up it to 40. See if they match 40. Then you're like, oh shit, okay, I can make this an investment account. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Don't mind me. I just have fun while I do these. I think that that's a very important part of how we can change this back to an authentic nature. And you want to be real with people again. Be communicating. Be open to them. Express how you feel. And have fun. Be authentic. Don't go into it just thinking like, yeah, I'm going to fuck this chick up. I'm going to hit on the second date. I'm going to hit her and quit it. Like, be chill. Just have fun. You don't need to get your pee-pee touched, my young kings. Ladies, you ain't got to get that that uh, kitty scratched, okay? Just take your time. Just have fun. You're going to live fine. I'm living proof of it, okay? I'm still living. I'm still breathing. I'm still having fun. I'm still being myself. It isn't something that's going to take away from you. I promise you. It's going to be okay. So just take time with it. Make sure you just do the right appropriate steps of trying to be calm and cool and collected and find somebody who matches your energy. Don't just jump into it expecting to find love. When you go into these things, and expect to find it, you will not find it. You cannot search for something like this. It has to happen organically and naturally because that's the best type. You know why I say that? I just found a strawberry farm that is literally on the way to work next to the women's prison in Ontario where I live. It is an organic strawberry farm and they sell other fruits, other vegetables. They have some cherries. My Lord, I popped one of them cherries in my mouth. I'm going to buy some more when I go back in uh, two days to buy some more strawberries. 
when you eat an organic strawberry fresh from plant, literally picked off the plant from the farm to your table, nothing will match that taste. Not another single strawberry will ever match that taste. Not the frozen, not the ones that are good put through processing, all that other bullshit. There is nothing that matches that taste. So when you find yourself a love or a friendship or whatever it may be, I hope you find love. I wish I wish it on all of you because the young love I had was the most beautiful thing in my life. And if I'm blessed with it again, so be it. If not, I'd be a selfish man to ask for it again. I wish you find that love because the organic love you find, like when I met my ex at the time, it is the most beautiful thing in your life because you are not searching for it. You are just open to being found. You are open to finding somebody new and good in your life and it can create a great new adventure. So that's what I'm trying to express to you is just have chill. Have an open mind. Be fun to it. Be adventurous. Go and do new things. You will meet new people. Don't be stuck in the same routine. Don't just start hitting on the chick you work with every day because you see her every day, so now she becomes attractive because you see her every day. Don't settle. Stop settling for that bullshit. Find somebody who challenges you. Find somebody who makes you better without even asking and elevates you to levels unobtainable by your own self and still is hustling and chasing their own things that wants to do something with their own life because you all ain't supposed to live on one entity. I did that in the past. That's what broke me in my past relationship. You can't become one and only move forward as one. You have to be two separate entities moving together like one. That's the trick. You have to find a way to grow together, but still have your own dreams and passions and chasing something. Because if you give that up, what's saying that you won't give them up? You feel me? If I'm giving up my dreams, so for example, I have very grand dreams that I'm chasing in life. I want to leave trickling effect on this world that will succeed all of my lifetimes for the rest of my life and do something big with this life. I want to do some kind of pushing it forward and chuck the rock into the the ocean and start the ripple that'll travel across the whole ocean. That is my life goal and I'm going to do it. If I was to give that up for say this lady, this wife, whatever it may be that I have in my life, whoever I meet, whoever this chick is, right? Say if I give that up for her, who's to say I won't give up on her? Truly think about that. If I gave up on everything who is making me who I am today, what is stopping me from giving up on her? You can't deter me from this. You cannot fight that argument. You cannot fight that statement. That is powerful. And I believe that that is truly why so many people get lost. I believe why so many people get married at a young age because they don't know better. They think that they're in a great thing. It's their young lover and they never truly got to know who this other person was because it takes time. It takes a lot of time. You ain't going to know somebody in two years. You ain't going to know somebody in five years. It might take 10 years to really finally start to see their true colors because people change. And change is a beautiful thing. But a lot of the time, people will change, and you guys won't change together on the same path. You'll change in different ways. And that's okay. It's still beautiful to change. But if they don't like the way you're changing, that says something about them. Some people might not change at all. It's hard to notice the chains holding you back if you never move. Dome that up. So I think that you have to very be cognitive and confident and conscious of what's going on. The three C's there. That was off the top. I like that. You have to be very confident of this. You have to be very smart with the way you move forward and take your time with people. Make sure you take it back to a natural statement. Try to do phone calls with each other. Try to meet up in person. Don't just be virtual all the time. Go out together. Go on hikes. Go have fun. Go hang out. Go to the beach. Go to the gym. Whatever it is. Do something to get together to find out if you guys are truly good friends and become friends 
friends with that person. I promise you getting in the friend zone ain't a bad thing. If you think it is, if other people does, that's because they're just trying to smash. That means it's a hidden and quitting mentality. They're just trying to get in their pants. They're trying to seem sexual because they're just trying to get that urge out of people. If that's the case, if that's how we've turned out, if that's literally society right now and I'm the only odd man out, forgive me. Apologies. I'm cool sitting this one out. I'll just, you know what? I'm good. Nah, I'm chilling. I'm just going to, I'm going to pull myself out of this race. I'm good. Y'all just keep running. It's all good. I hope y'all win. I'm chilling. I don't need to run then. It's not my style, man. It's not my taste. I'm very simplistic with the way I live and I'm very simplistic with how I think. And I think that's why this show is by itself. I believe it does help a lot of people. And I think that without me even knowing, it's going to help even more. So that's why I do what I do. That's why I love it. And uh, I think that these things I hope will help you over time as well. So that was a fun rift. That was fun to kind of go into all the aspects of why I think that dating has changed. Um, And I think that it's going to continue to change with especially the advancements of technology and how the world is right now and how I was seeing the thing with Elon Musk and they're talking about brain chips now and moving forward towards more integrated human society with technology. So a transhuman society. And it's a scary way to live. It very much is because already technology is taking a lot of our lives and our focus and our minds. So now becoming one with it, I oof, that's a whole nother topic. But I just be careful. Just be very careful. So I highly recommend that you take time trying to reflect on the relationships you've had in your life. Um, the people you've dated, the friends that you've had, the ones that you still have that are or gone now. Uh, the relationship you're in at this moment, um, the relationships you've been in or that you wish to find, you have to manifest these things in the sense that you become what you think. You become who you are by what you do on a daily basis. And so your thoughts, you have to put them in check. God will give you a lot of these gifts and a lot of these things to make you who you are and to benefit you, but what do you do with them? You can't have somebody hold your hand the entire time. You can't just pray your problems away. You have to fight them yourself. That's the purpose of why we're made in his image. You feel me? Like You really have to be smart about these things. So be very proactive in thinking about yourself and making sure that you are always checking yourself because if you're the type that always says like, oh, it's always them, it's always, oh, her, it's him, it's her, oh, it's that, it's them, they never listen, this, this. Did you talk to them right? Did you really try? Did you really know who you were? Did you know who they are? Take time. And I promise that you will get a lot of a good reward out of it, investments, patience. So take your time with all this. Again, just really try to focus in on what it'll be as a better environment for yourself and for those around you and how you can make a better overall experience with those you meet. And to really make a friendship, y'all, I promise you, like really try to date somebody that's your friend. If you have a good friend that you've really been attracted to, connected with, you got you feel like there is something there, ask them. See how they feel about it. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Just ask. What's the worst that'll happen? You're still friends? <laughs> you know, like and I've seen these like topics and discussions where people are like, well, if you start, you know, dating your friend that you guys can't be friends out of that, why not? What's gonna happen that why you guys are friends? Don't cheat on her. Don't break her heart. Be a good person. If it ends because it's just it doesn't work out between you two, so be just be friends again. Why do we make such weird shit? You know, like if somebody did you dirty, trust me, I have no, no ill will towards you if you disconnect from these people. I truly believe a lot of people in our lives aren't meant to be there our entire lives. Maybe only a select few, if at all any. The only person I promise you that's going to be with you for the rest of your life is yourself. Okay, dome that up. Just be careful with what you do with the people around you. Don't be scared to let people go. Don't be scared to let new people in. Learn from it. Don't let these people control you, though, okay? Be confident with what you do and experience new things and try to find love. 
Don't let dating die on me, please, okay? I'm one of the last people, I believe, trying to keep it alive in the sanctity of what I believe it should be, of trying to find good people, connecting to them, talking to them, building friendships, seeing where it goes, and trying to do more from there. There's been a couple women I've talked to recently where I've done that exact route, and most of them, when I get closer to them, I start to realize, yeah, it's just, it's not going to be something that's for life. But you know what I've turned into now? Good friends with them, and I help them out as much as I can throughout their lives in any aspect I can, with the knowledge I've gained, the insight, the personality, my positivity, whatever it may be. That's okay. That is what it was meant to do. And you know why I'm happy about it? Because I took the time to get to know them. So take the time. Take the chance. You know what might happen? You might fall in love. <laughs> so I know JT's saying, oh, it's dead and gone. It's not dead and gone. Let's bring it back. Let's literally find a pet cemetery, throw dating back in there. It'll come back. No, actually, that'll come back crazy. I saw that movie. We don't want to do that. No, 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 never mind. Toss that out. Toss that out. <laughs> we don't want to do that. Just don't let it die. It's on life support right now, okay? Be smart about it. If you use these dating apps, just really try to get to know somebody. Be nice. If they don't text you back. They just ghost you, whatever. Move on. It wasn't meant to be. Don't hang on to these things, okay? Grow. Love yourself before you love somebody else. And make some friendships. <laughs> So I hope you had fun with this. I hope you really did. I had a good time with this too. And it's uh, it's always fun to rift. I never really know where these are going to go. So I enjoy these conversations. So I want to tell you, if I never do, thank you for listening. Because I believe that this convo I just had with you helps me more than I believe it too. And I think it's cool to see where my mind grows from it. Because this is probably the one of the only times in my day that I get to sit down and rift. I get to express my mind and my thoughts. Because how many times are we really alone, right, in our lives? How many times are we really by ourselves to decompress and to break things down and to kind of work on ourselves, right? How much are we? Probably not much at all. So I think now, since I kind of want to always evolve with these combos, and I like to leave you guys with something to look forward to as I part ways with you, and it's never a goodbye, it's just to see you later. I think what I want to talk about next is patience. And how I was mentioning a little bit here, talking about patience and how it's important to hold off on having sex and to just jump into things and just take your time and how patience is a virtue. I really want to talk about that now. And I want to rift about how with my life that patience paid off. It paid off so much. And it's so incredible to see how much it's helped my life and how much I've grown from it because of the people that I took my time before I disconnected with. The uh the family that I took my time with in trying to help, the lifestyle that I took my time with and trust the process to get to where I am today and the type of things that if I wasn't patient with, I would have never been sitting here with uh, you today. I would have never met the people I've met in my life and I would have never been able to have gotten a lot of the successes. And a lot of these really fun little stories of how I won $1,000 off a lotto ticket and all these things, like it's, it's unbelievable. And also like how I avoided car accidents and all these other things and probably death experiences. So there's a lot of things that I believe patience is a virtue for, and I believe that patience is key. I believe that that is something that I really want to talk to you guys about because I think we're losing the sense of what it means to be patient with a lot of these things because, of course, we know that the end is always near. We know that death is always lingering. We know that there's always an end to things. But to fast forward a lot of stuff means you overlook a lot of the good, too. If you're trying to get through all of the things and get to Z, you'll miss out on all the letters in between, A, B, C, D, the whole alphabet. And you'll get to miss a lot of the good stuff that'll come along the way and maybe even some detours that may end up being some of the best stops of your life. So I very much forward. I very much look forward to that. And I think we'll have some fun. So 
I very much look forward to talking to you again. And I thank you so much for taking time out of your day and joining this show with me and sitting down and just having a freedom of exploration. And if you'd like to follow the social sites, I'm going to be very proactive on them. I know I keep mentioning it. It will happen. Promise. Uh, you can follow anything on Shallow Oceans Podcast. Just go ahead and search that on any social site. Uh, you can follow me on my personal TikTok, which I'll be making one with that name, too. There's going to be a lot of fun to come your way. So make sure you go ahead and join the adventure. You'll see some... Uh, uh, videos of my face and my energy of me promoting each episode as it drops as well and who knows maybe some interviews on the uh, social sites as well i mean possibilities are endless right it only goes as far as i take it but i promise i'll keep the patience so please have patience for it as well i love you guys so much i'm so thankful that you spent even a second of your day with me and i hope you know that i cherish every one of you and every single listen even if only one person listens to every show i drop hey shout out to my mom she's my biggest fan even though I don't think my mom listens to this show. Hurt feels. Kind of hurts. <laughs> Thank you for staying a while and listening, and I'm so blessed to know that you stayed for a moment or two with me. So remember, in a world that seems so vast, it's really not as deep as you think. I'll see you all next week. Next week.